about hearing your accent that just makes me feel so happy. <laughs> well, good day, Mariah. Thank you. So have you chatted to many Aussies before? Uh, yes, I have. Um, I'm actually quite close to, to a large Australian family over here in Nashville. It's funny, you, you uh, Australians, you don't do things small. <laughs> you're going to have kids, you're going to have a lot. Does it happen to be the small bone family? Oh, she guessed it. Ah, funny that. <laughs> so tell us, how did you start out in the uh, Christian music scene? Did you start singing at a very young age? Ooh, very young, yes. I, I can't say that I was always very good. Uh, when, I, when I was really young, my voice, for some reason, was deeper than the average child. And as most people's voices raise or drop as they as they get older um my voice kind of raised to the tone that, that, that it is now because when i was little i had the nickname froggy did you like this <laughs> and my voice was really low so i would be singing in, in kids choirs and always wanted to sing the boys parts and felt really insecure about my low voice oh. but then uh, I kind of I, I got encouraged once I listened to a little bit of Jackie Velasquez because she has a, a deep voice too. Uh-huh. And I'd say that your songs must resonate the uh, the depth of your heart as well. I'm sure. I would like to hope so. Um, <laughs> every song was written from a uh, very personal story, so I would hope so. <laughs> so, what's the story? I mean, there's a there's a personal memory involved with this new radio single, "I Choose Jesus." What's the story behind this one? Yes. Oh, this this song came from an experience I had my senior year of high school. Um, I grew up in uh, the greater Los Angeles area, um, and so unlike Nashville, which people refer to as the uh, belt buckle of the Bible belt, uh-huh. um, Los Angeles is not as uh, religious, I guess you can say, so... Um, the good thing about it is that it forces you to be either hot or cold, black or white, um, about everything that you stand for. And uh, fence riders are blown over really quickly there. Um, and so growing up, it, it taught me to choose a side, so to speak, and um, in learning how to defend my faith in the classroom, um, I was asked a lot of questions and, and by my teachers who were atheists by my classmates who are agnostics and naturalists and humanists and all the ists that mm. you can think of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it came to the point where I just had so many questions and not enough answers that, that I was filled with a lot of doubt, and, and I questioned everything. I questioned the existence of God. I questioned everything that my parents had brought me up to believe. Um, but, but the good thing was is that in my doubt, I, I made a a practical decision of, okay, if God's not real, then nothing matters. But if he is real, then nothing else matters. Mm. And, and things might not make sense to me right now, but I'm going to trust that understanding will be a result to my faith. And 
And I did. I trusted that. And, and it was amazing because, you know, it wasn't this, you know, hyper emotional experience and the Holy Spirit fell upon me and the skies opened up and all this stuff. <laughs> like it was just, it was just, a, you know, a piece that I had of just like, okay, I'm going to learn as much as I can. I'm going to seek the truth. And I'm going to trust that if I'm seeking the truth, honestly, that it's going to lead me to the creator of that. And it did. And, and so... You know, that time in my life strengthened my faith Mm -hmm. and and it taught me to be bold about what I believe in. So no longer lukewarm. Get off the fence. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Now, Mariah, I've done an extensive amount of uh, research uh, before this interview (laughs) and I Googled your name. (laughs) No! (laughs) And uh, I found that uh, one of your (laughs) favorite ever worship songs is one of my favorite ever worship songs, uh, the song How He Loves. Yay! How he loves John Mark McMillan. Oh, I'm so glad. Isn't that a beautiful song? It's very well written, isn't it? Oh, I absolutely love it. I love it. And and I don't know if you know much about the story of it, but it, it came from a really intense uh, time in life. And, man, it just goes to show you that God can use some of the craziest moments in life to inspire us and then encourage us to inspire others, you know? Was it written by a, a young guy in a youth group who he passed away? Is that, is that the, the back story? Uh, there's a man who passed away and another man who was friends with him was so moved by his life and by him passing away that he wrote the song kind of uh, from that, that place of heartache and of mourning. That's right. But do you actually do a lot of worship as well? Is that a part of your ministry? I, I, I love I love leading worship. I grew up leading worship in my church um, and still do, still go back quite often to, to lead worship. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, like there are certain paths that God calls um, musicians down um, as far as just, you know, a calling that relates to glorifying Him, and, and I think one of them is being a worship leader, which which means, you know, taking the noise and the worship and the praise of people and bringing that message before God. Uh, and an artist, on the other hand, is somebody who is taking the message of Christ and the story of His life and bringing that before His people. Um, so I, I like to think that, that sometimes... You know, I, I, I can wear both hats. Um, you know, I love I love bringing the praise of the people to God. Um, and I love just worshiping Him myself. But at the same time, uh, I know that He's given me certain life experiences and, and lessons to, to bring to my peers as well. Now, I was also very impressed uh, reading on your website uh, that you have a very high standard when it comes to dating, that you have a, a strict no-kissing um, a deal when it comes to dating is that is that right? That's right. Yes, it is. You, so you did do extensive research. <laughs> wow. So you're a beautiful 19 year old Latino woman, and uh, that's quite an impressive standard. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It it it's not always easy, and I think I think the thing that I would encourage my my fellow sisters in uh, single or dating is. Not to, I'm not trying to call anybody to an impossible standard. I don't think that kissing in itself is wrong, and that you know that's what everybody should do. Uh, however, I would I would encourage people who are in relationships 
um, to pray with with their partners and and to ask God to show them specifically what those boundaries are for them, um, because it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I you know God has His own reasons, but if I could try to figure out and pick the brain of God, I would say that He has made me a very passionate person, and that kissing can lead to other things. Mm-hmm. As I am a very passionate person, so He's called me to kind of shut the door in that area. Um, for my own safety, you know, and, and it has proven to be an incredible thing um, in the relationships that I have. Mm. And boundaries are there to protect us. And it sounds like you've got something in common with uh, good old Rebecca St. James in waiting for the right one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was very encouraged by her growing up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, learning, I'm learning that purity is not so much about the act itself, but it's about the heart Mm. and uh you know you you could you can draw lines all day you can create boundaries all day long but if your heart isn't in the right place and if and if you're if you're doing that for the sake of appearing pure then it's the same as the pharisees you know like you're just doing it totally out of the act of things and 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 the heart of man are, are what's wicked and the heart is what we need to, to stay focused on. And Mariah, the heart and mind go together. Now, I've noticed you originally had a goal of leaving high school and studying psychology and going down a, a, a track of academia. Um, you've taken a bit of a different mm-hmm. tangent. Any regrets? <laughs> quite different. Quite <laughs> different. Uh, y- you know, I... Um, I sort of came to a fork in the road. You know, I grew up my whole life believing that, you know, school was was what I was meant to do, that, that becoming a lawyer was, was my destiny and, and God's plan. Um, and I went as far as, you know, getting accepted into a scholarship program, going to freshman orientation, had my classes set, was ready to go to school, and then had some experiences in Nashville and realized that, that that was another path that God was calling me down and that um, although it wasn't as uh, black and white of a situation as school was, um, it, it, was still, it was still a plan. And so, um, you know, I, I just came to the point where I just said, you know what, God, all my life I've been praying, I just want to serve you. If this is what you want, if you want me to do music, you're going to have to show me very specifically. And I'll have to say that that's probably one of the boldest prayers I've ever prayed where I, I, I knew and I believed, and I still do believe that, that God can answer prayers specifically and show us clear direction. And in that moment, in those circumstances, he knew that that's what I needed. And mm-hmm. so when I asked him to open a door, he opened the floodgates and he made mm-hmm. it so that I knew that that was exactly what he wanted me to do. Well, to, to have music as a gift and personality as a gift, God's got big things in store. But I'm interested to see you still get stage fright. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, I do. Oh, let's talk about stage fright. Let's go there. I, I, the, okay, I had a performance a couple nights ago and... I was so nervous before I went on stage. And this is a nice event. Like, it's all these business people, and I had this nice gown on and these six-inch heels and my makeup and my hair all done. 
and I was getting ready to go on stage, and I was so nervous that I had to get that adrenaline out of me. So I dropped on the floor and did 10 push-ups <laughs> so fast, so hardcore, busted a little sweat, got up, and felt a lot better. But, I, I, you know, I get, I get so nervous, and, 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 I, and I'm convinced that it will never go away. So I hold fast to a quote that my producer gave me. He said, all performers get the butterflies, but the great ones know how to make their butterflies fly in a row. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> very good. like that. That straight line. Well, <laughs> Mariah, you know, we uh, do a radio show here as well, but I'm also a pastor, and uh, I've preached quite a bit about how, like, 99% of our fears never actually come to pass. They're just in our head, you know? And uh, I've yes. prayed for a lot of people and seen yes. them set free from fears like stage fright. Can, can we pray for you now to be set free from that? Is that okay? Oh, my goodness. I would absolutely appreciate that. We, we can yes. do an altar call right now. And, and that way, every time you start getting stage fright, you can think, those Aussies down under, they prayed for me, and I'm going to be okay. Is that all right? I, yes. That's beautiful. Yes, we Okay, well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for Mariah. We thank you, Lord, that you've raised her up for such a time as this to be such a great woman of God, uh, her beautiful Christian music reaching out to the world. We pray, Lord, that you'll take away that fear <laughs> of stage fright and that she'll have confidence and boldness and that she will use those butterflies to line up and use it for greatness. So we just speak a blessing over her and peace in her life in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. 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 Especially for you, Mariah. Now, your debut album, hey, I Choose Jesus, it's, it's about to be released in April. Tell us about some of the other tracks on the song. We're already playing I Choose Jesus. Tell us about the rest of the album. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, I Choose Jesus is, is the title of the album um, because every song that, that, that is written on the album stems from that very fact. Um, you know, each song on the record has a personal story uh, of firsthand experience or the experience of somebody who's really close to me. Like, for example, Noah's Fire Love is about my mom when she first moved to, to California and, you know, spoke her first sentence of English at the age of 21 and just the struggles that she went through. Um, and, you know, it, uh, why did... Or, no Shame is, is about a uh, situation where one of my best friends lost her virginity her freshman year of high school and just, just the, uh, the healing that she found through Christ's forgiveness. So each song comes from uh, somebody who's very close to me. Um, but I Choose Jesus is an experience that I had um, my senior year of high school um, and just faced a lot of adversity for what I believed in in the classroom. You know, my teacher was atheist. A lot of my classmates were agnostic. And, um, you know, I, I, I got asked so many questions, and I didn't have the answers to everything. And so that brought a lot of doubt into my mind. And um, in those times of doubt, I, I came to the simple truth that, you know, if God's not real, then nothing matters. But if He is real, then nothing else matters. And that not everything makes sense to me right now, but I'm going to trust and believe that understanding will be a result to my faith. And, and so, you know, I began a journey of, of seeking the truth honestly, and it led me to the creator of truth. And, 
And, you know, to this day, it's a daily choice of choosing to believe in Christ and believe in His life and believe in the power of God and in His omnipotence. But, um, you know, it's, it's, I still don't have all the answers, but, but I'm definitely learning. Um, but each, each song on the album stems from that decision and that choice and, and seeing the power of God in each situation in my life. Well, Mariah Peters, we really love you. We're just so blessed to have your music all across Australia. Um, looking forward. Do you want to come down and visit us in Australia one day? <gasps> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of maybe, excitement. Maybe, yes, I can go over there and, and we can, I can be on the breakfast show again <laughs> and we can have tea and we can hold baby koalas. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> we would love to have you down under. You can ride a kangaroo and you can have a meat pie and a snag on the barbie and all that stuff. That'd be be great <laughs> I would love it well God bless you and uh, I'm just looking forward to hearing that testimony of not having stage fright anymore and uh, we can't wait to have you down yes. there's a big Easter fest um, festival every Easter that we have a lot of US artists down we'll see if we can get you to come to Easter fest next year eh? oh I would love it I would absolutely <laughs> love it alright we, we've got to go God bless you thank you so much for your time Matt and Karen thank you both so much and Mariah in Australian lingo we say hooroo for goodbye so hooroo honey and God bless you well hooroo hasta luego and nos vemos <laughs> bye thanks for joining us on History Makers if you'd like to hear this interview again just go to historymakersradio.com there you can download interviews subscribe to the podcast Make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.